I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole, hmm? You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Okay. Welcome to Team Rabbit Hole Edition 259 with returning guest Sun Arias. We are quite certain you'll have some quite interesting ideas and insights to share with us. So once again, welcome and well met. Thank you so much. Yeah, dude, it's been a hot minute. I know we've had technical glitches and scheduling conflicts, but we're back at it. Um, something that we do on here, this episode is 259, which reduces to seven, uh, which is the chariot card. The chariot card is about taking charge of your own destiny, seizing the moment, letting that momentum carry you forward, finishing what you set into motion, and don't hesitate. You can do this. Raphael, uh, what, if any, cards are you pulling? So I'm just not going to explain anything, but just draw a Wizard of Art tarot card. Word. And we have, nice, the Hierophant. Oh, yeah. Make of it what ye will. Yes. So between the chariot and the hierophant, is there anything that's popping in your imaginarium, uh, son? Um, well, those cards are like what's all in my sphere right now, so it's pretty uh, serendipitous. What do you mean, what's all in your sphere? Just I, I'm gonna Just, keep, I'm gonna poke. <laughs> you're gonna poke. Good. So I don't know. I did a I did my own like three card draw recently, and both the chariot and the hierophant were there and i feel like there's a lot of momentum and focused movement towards a lot of the things that are more traditional in nature you know the esoteric um teachings that have been written about that keep popping back up into my sphere right now so that's what i'm saying out of curiosity, what was the third card in your spread? Do you remember? Ah, uh, no. It's okay if you don't. I mean, shit. No. Life happens. That's all good. So, like I said, it's been a hot minute. I mean, probably a year since you've been on here. Maybe longer. I don't really remember. But, um, I mean, we've done a lot of episodes at this point, so it's kind of all blurring together. Um, I know you're not in Colorado anymore. I'm up in uh, BV, and it's fucking cold and wintry. Uh, I think you're in Ohio or Indiana now? I'm in Indiana now, yes. Right. Okay. So tell us kind of how's that transition going uh, and how's life in the Midwest? It is going absolutely beautifully. Um, standard of living has increased. I was actually very surprised. Like I'm in one of the suburbs of Indianapolis and it's totally different than the country like living out in the country and traveling through the country, I was very surprised about how evolved it is. 
as opposed to some of the stereotypical, you know, mindsets that you hear about the Midwest and so on and so forth. Um, I'm really enjoying the cultural diversity in the big city here, or at least on the edges of the big city here. Um, and I'm learning about Diwali. It was great. There was so many fireworks in our apartment complex for Diwali. And it was like amazing. And I was like, oh yeah, everybody's partying. Yeah, let's get down. So I just, that's is all. Diwali, is Diwali a Hindu uh, holiday? I don't know. All I know is it's Middle Eastern and it's the Festival of Lights. All right, that's what's up. Um, so I, you were in Colorado and I mean, I'm not for against Colorado, but typically for the past probably decade, it's felt like a pretty progressive place with weed and mushroom legalization and like, you know, um, more electro, uh, electronic kind of trance, uh, circles, I guess the things you were part of, um, is that, is there a scene there like that, um, that you're finding people like that, or is it just totally new experience? Some chariot card shit. You're, you're traveling. Whoa, we are. I don't know what's going on here. Like, I have, there's no side trance here. I know I'm actually friends with the only psychedelic trance organizer in the state, and there's nothing going on in regards to psychedelic trance. There are some EDM events and so on and so forth, but nothing that I've been called to go like, oh, you need to go do this or that or the other thing. I've been in um, been in an, a transmutative stage, and I feel like I'm still in it. I did meet up with like... I don't know, esoteric, witch, whatever. Um, there's some things going on, but it's like, it's underground still. It's not like, ooh, yeah, let's be popping. Yeah, I'd like to ask to what degree where you're at, is it even possible? Because here, unless you are treated and even that you know, status is subject to change after 90 days or whatever, you're not really welcome at places or unless you're cured, at least in Austria. You know, they recently switched most places to what they like to call 2G, which means geimpft or genesen. So that means either you're treated, you're vaccinated, or you are cured with a proven record of antibodies, whatever this means. And you can't even get in only with testing in many places anymore. So mo much of it had moved to private venues already or just people making their own parties. How is it where you're at? Are there, is it possible to have events or only for people with privilege i want to say or how is it well i don't i haven't i haven't been to an event and i haven't met anybody who's like doing events that i would want to go to at this point in time um for as for daily life i can do whatever i want um there's ooh. <laughs> so like there's signs on businesses um that say okay so if you're vaccinated you don't need to wear mask when you come in that's it that's all there is um i actually i have a particular situation with my last name and like the united states has um like coming 
2022 is the real ID legislation coming into effect. And I'm actually having a personal problem with that because my mother common law changed my last name from what's on my birth certificate when I was about three years old. Um, and I can't get a real ID because I can't prove my last name right now. So I actually have to go to the courthouse and I have to petition and ask the judge to just change my name to this and this is who I am. Um, so. That's what a matrix. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's like, it's just kind of stupid because it's like, it's like, I don't know any other language. I haven't lived anywhere else. Y'all, like, if you're tracking me online, you know where I've been, what I've been doing, you know my credit score, you know where I've been, you know what credit I've applied for, got denied for, all my collections, blah, blah, blah. And so it's just kind of interesting because it's like, oh, I remember the point. So when I went to the courthouse to get information on how to change my name, I was so confused. I carried a mask with me from my car to the courthouse this little, you know, county courthouse, and um, there's no signs. I was so confused. I wore my mask in because I'm like, okay, well, you got to go to the doctor's office and have a mask. You got to go to all these official places and have a mask. And uh, there's no signs. Nobody's wearing a mask. I I get let in. I go to my little what department. State, just to understand, which state are you in? Or which Indiana. Indiana. Indiana, and that's why I'm here, and that's why I knew it was a good idea to move here because this would be the last place in the country, or one of the last places in the country, to like cave to all that. So um, I go into the courthouse with my mask on. I was fully masked, and I'm talking to the clerk about name changes, and I'm looking. There's like all these like see-through plexiglass windows and stuff and nobody's wearing a mask back there and i'm like do i even need to wear this do i even need to wear this and the clerk lady she's like no you don't need to wear this and i'm like okay thank god because i can't breathe and it was just it was really interesting to notice like for me that was like oh, the local court recognizes that this is not enforceable. This is not, you know, something we have to do. So, um, I don't know, back then it was like, it's, it's like even the county courthouses aren't following along with this script at all. They're like, well, you know, no. <laughs> the businesses are. The businesses are scared. Courthouse here is not scared. That's all That's I have cool. to say about that. That's how well, it is. I go I go everywhere without a mask. Um I even went I even went okay, so my son's type one diabetic. And so uh, we have to go see the endocrinologist every three months to check him out, make sure all his levels are good, find out what's going on, make sure he's not like, ah. So I go to the, to the to, it's a big building right next to the children's hospital. And I was like, oh, man, we need to have our masks on. You know, they're not going to let us in. We're not going to be able to see the doctor. 
I shit you not, there was nobody wearing a mask at one point. There's nobody wearing a mask. We went in with our masks. We were oblivious. And then um, went to our doctor's appointment, came out, and then I realized the security guard didn't have his mask on, like the guy who, the security guy who greets you when you come in. And there was this cute little, <clears throat> there was this cute Mexican family coming in as we were trying to go out and they didn't have no masks on. And um, security guard was right there and they see us with our masks and they immediate look, immediately look over to the security guard and they're like, can we come in? Can we come in? And he's like nodding. He's like, yeah, you're good. You're good. And um, it was just kind of interesting. That's when I realized, oh, my God, I don't even need a mask to go into the freaking hospital here, you know. I'd say that's a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess our gro I'm in the middle of nowhere, kind of Colorado, small town, probably like 2,000 people or something like that in the winter. And um, the store says mask required, but I've never, like most people don't have it on. So they're not really enforcing that. No, so, yeah. they can't. They don't know. Right. They don't know. And it does, I mean, I hate to say it, but like that's something I was willing to concede at some level. It's like, I'll wear a mask if this is really contagious shit and all this stuff. But at some level, um, especially now, given just kind of the various states of uh, implementation across cities in America as well as the world, like Australia is insane right now. I'm really glad I'm not there. Um, right. Yeah, so that's not a fun pitch. But I was just talking about with Raphael. I don't own a gun, but that's going down there in Australia because they don't have guns. Exactly. It, which is crazy. And I, like I said, that's I'm not. That's why I'm in Indiana. Right. It's a more safe place. I'd actually even say probably Colorado has, I, I, where I live, is like a Trump kind of gun place. Uh, it's not bold. Oh, right. The country in Colorado yeah. is like really woke. The cities is. It's so weird, the differences between red and blue and, like, where they go and how they operate. Yeah. And for the majority, Colorado is a red state, except right. for the major cities. And I think that's really interesting, too, in regards to California. What about That's it? where I'm from, born okay. and bred, California. And so... Um, it's just it's just really interesting because California is traditionally a red state. Like you think Hollywood, you think LA, you think Sacramento, beaches. I guess. Yeah, just, you yeah. know, you th you think like, oh, it's so liberal. No, California has traditionally been a red state all up until just recently and I'm like, what happened? Just what happened and like in regards to identifying with teams, I used to identify with blue so hard. And then all this shit happened and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then I got on TikTok, like TikTok has like blown my world up. It has introduced me to so much. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And all of a sudden, California's blue and I'm like and I don't like teams I've never been a team player I'm like nah individual you know we're not just gonna cheer for whoever we're associated with neurologically you know and so 
the whole thing's been really interesting. I've, I have heard so much about so many different court cases that citizens has brought to the courthouse and they're winning. They're winning constitutionally. And I'm just like, it's not reported on, it's not in the media, but it's happening. It's really happening. So that gets, I mean, I don't really, for like a long time, I'm pretty apolitical at this point. I agree. And it's like, whatever, but it's almost like Rage Against the Machines music video testify where it's like, they're the same fucking thing. I mean, Coke or Pepsi, it's still soda or whatever. Um, right? So I'm not biased like that, but it's funny how one would think that, um, and this gets into weird things like MK Ultra and like CIA operatives and the Beatles and all this, you know, weird shit where one would think the kind of humanistic liberalism of the 60s and 70s like the people who were those hippies are the most typically the most like corporate like Hillary Clinton types uh, uh, situations. That's why I'm, I don't understand what happened with California, but it seems a bunch of uh, I don't even know. I, I I mean I wasn't I haven't been there, but um, much. no, dude, it, I'm so oh, I'm so oh, pissed oh. because I have my oldest daughter is living in California. Um, I have two grandbabies. She has two daughters. And she's been kind of going back and forth just about public schooling and so on and so forth. And, and she has a particular gene. My daughter has a particular gene mutation, the MTHR. It looks like motherfucker when you look at it. And, <laughs> and I'm like, really? The motherfucker gene? Okay, fine. So anyway, so that does something and something. And it makes you so like, no, I can't. I can't have all the adjuvants that are in the vaccines. She had a really bad reaction to the HPV vaccine, which necessarily wasn't necessarily my my decision at all um my oldest daughter is adopted in an open adoption and so i've got to watch what goes on with her and all the things she's gone through um without making decisions for her myself so it was interesting she had a reaction to the hpv vaccine and then i look into the mother mother gene mutation more and i'm like well shit that like puts you um you're more susceptible to blood clots and all these other things you don't uptake your b vitamins the way you're supposed to and she's like trying to protect her children at the same time um and she's put them in public school, taking them out of public school. And they're like, no, and they like, I'm going to try and get a job and do it the way the system does it. And it doesn't work. It just, the system doesn't work. Right. And I don't know how, I mean, maybe it's after 9-11 that started happening. I'm not really sure because I'm only 36 and I wasn't really paying attention for a long time, but it just seems like whatever military industrial complex situation is going on right now is what Eisenhower kind of warned us about. I mean, with for real. and then afterwards, so now it's just like a corporate kind of 
shit show. It's, it's gone. <laughs> it's an oligarchy, and yeah, nobody realizes it. It's a well, fucking straight up oligarchy. Facebook or YouTube or go, it's like as long as our cages are comfortable, we don't tend to mind. But I think, at least for me, I can't speak for you personally. And Raphael has always been very anti. I mean, I was not for the Vax, but I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is a David Icke 5G conspiracy or what, um, which was more his sentiment towards the beginning of the whole COVID situation. Um, but it feels like, uh, and we don't have to talk about this the whole time, but it's just interesting that, uh, I mean, I know okay. you're across the country. Um, yeah, I mean, given, uh, what's your worldview on the whole thing right now? Uh, I know you're into aliens and esoterica and all sorts of cool stuff. How, how are you keeping your fire on? Because for me, it's very difficult right now. It's like, and it's Capricorn season, so it's not even a fun time anyway. Uh, and you're a Virgo son of moon, so it's probably really, I mean, in some way, it's fine for an earth sign, I guess, probably better than an air sign. Uh, but how are, like, what, what, how are you processing this? Do you think things are going to turn around? Do you think we're going to have to have, like, a little revolution and stand up for ourselves? Because it seems that the, the news is getting tightened and tightened, and a lot of people don't care, or half the people don't care, I guess, and are very for it. So they're so indoctrinated. It's very much like the Matrix where it's like they'll fight for the system that they're part of, that you're trying to break them out of, but they'll, you know, like in the first Matrix maybe. Um, so, yeah, where, where's your head on all this? Um, how are you maintaining hope? Uh, it, it could be stupid answers. It doesn't have – it could be this cigarette is my hope or whatever. I don't really care. But, um, yeah, I'm just kind of curious where your head is with all this. We could start going – I mean, you'd ask me about tingles and stuff like that, so we can start talking about weird, sinky shit if you want. We don't have to just yeah. talk about we will soon. Word. Okay, so how I'm taking this is we are in a transmutative process. We're evolving. Um, I see so many shifts and so much consciousness being brought here to Earth. And that's the point. Like, okay, if, like, you know me. I'm I'm yin. I'm dark as fuck. But I'm also the sun and I'm bright as fuck. And so like I'm just like, okay, well, what's the teachings of Ra say? They say the dark and the light both work for God. Okay. So I see evolution happening. And we're at this amazing crux of history where the polar opposites and the disinformation and the taking sides could take precedent. But I see a lot of integration. I see a lot of, you know, yin-yang, you know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know how else to explain it except for yin-yang, you know, and put my fingers together like this. It's all intertwined. It's all working for the good, for the evolution. And the, I mean, like humans, humans are complacent. We are. I've studied myself. I've studied other people. I'm a hyper Virgo. And I'm not just Virgo. Like, in my chart, there's more air than anything else. So I dance about. I dance about in the air. And I've sampled everything while I've been dancing about. And 
people are waking up and there is something happening. And I don't know if it has to do with like the age, the whole age as moving from Pisces to Aquarius. Or, you know, if it's just like something else like natural that's like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just see snakes shedding skin and getting bigger and, and, you know, we're just like meeting all the challenges and, oh my God, in regards to blue versus red, I have seen more fucking red people. Holding the light than the it's blue counterintuitive. people. That's kind of what I was saying earlier. One would think that like the 60s and 70s hippie new age thing would be held by liberal thinking people. But at this point, I guess the idea is that people are so concerned about keeping their lives comfortable that they're willing to basically be totalitarian about it. So, But whereas conservatives who typically are thought of as like, you know, racist or bigoted or whatever, you know, like these very conservative Christian morals – they're at least holding the idea of freedom hypothetically a little right. differently. I think they value yes. the institution. Yes. And I the also Constitution's believe... a great experiment. I mean, America's awesome, but where we are right now is lost, it seems. And and like you're saying, a corporate oligarchy, which is ironic because Ra- Raphael's playing, uh, I guess, Cyberpunk 2077 or whatever this game is. And it's kind of similar to that. <laughs> Oh my God, you're so cute, Raphael. I'm so happy I get to see you. It makes me feel well, son, more comfortable. You look like straight from the game, anyways, especially with the LED headphones, you know, so and the hair. No cyberware, though, you know, that's, that's the whole thing. Like, we can have all of that as a simulation. We just have to be wisely and be able to differentiate what do I want as a video game, literally, and what do I want as a, you know, incarnation, even if there are some similarities, but, you know. But that's the tricky yeah. part, I think, because in one sense, what do I want in a video game is fine. But to have a good video game, you have to have challenges. So I'm trying to find the balance between accepting things. Well, that's as, part as of the challenge here, challenge. getting pressurized into conforming to society and seeing how yes. creative yes. you know, to do something different. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Because, like, dude, there is no growth without pressure. None. Yeah, no, no there's no growth without yeah. pressure. Like you got to be squeezed. You got to be squeezed. Turn into that diamond, you know. When I was doing more psychedelics, I felt more akin to that vibe. I haven't been tripping as much lately, and it's I get, maybe that's taking a toll. Um, I'd eat mushrooms uh, on the full moon not too long ago, um, on the sol- like right before the solstice, and. Oh, it's so bizarre. I talked about it last time. I don't have to get into it. But it was like this whole understanding of like, oh my gosh, I'm eternal and I'm beyond all this shit. And it's like, holy shit, we're in this thing and we're stuck here. and We've got to be the ones to change it. So it's very dualistic to me right now, but I am a sun and moon Gemini. It's funny. You're a sun and moon Virgo. So even though you do have a lot of, uh, I was looking, I think your Mars is in Libra. Your Aquarius is in, oh, your, no, your mm. Venus is in Libra. Your Jupiter's in Aquarius. Uranus is in Libra. Oh, you're checking up on me, eh? Checking the chart out. That's what we do here. Um, well, my... Given how much Virgo you have, I'm surprised you're not hypochondriac. You're very chill about the situation. I mean, you're more fluid. Uh, you're human, so I know everyone has their breaking point and fears and stuff. But at some level, it's it's funny because I feel like I'm the last one. Like for some reason, I was like the cheerleader, like maybe five years ago, six years ago. I was like, 
so high on acid and so happy that like I was just rainbow bodying out and now I don't do that so much. So I'm like, I'm not even saying it's good or bad. I don't want to be artificially inseminating joy all the time, but it's like, um, I don't even know if I have like the muscle. I haven't done the work to maintain the joy. Like I'm finding I'm much more cynical than I thought I was. I'm like, holy shit. Um, it's hard for me. And Raphael stayed pretty positive and seems like you're doing good. Um, but I'm just trying to get my head around what to do because I think sitting around and waiting feels wrong. Like the part of, I have Jupiter and Aquarius as do you. And I think Raphael, yeah. like, so yeah. like revolution is necessary, but I don't want to get Re- shot about it. <laughs> So, what's your human design? Oh, I'm a 4-1. What's that? Uh, oh, well, that's uh, a line for... Anyway, that's part of the language of it. I'm no, no, not anyway. What's your human design generator. in English? You're a generator. Okay, yeah. so I'm a manifestive generator. Right. So in and, a sense, you get to create your own reality a little more than I do. Okay, so I'm always my fiance is a manifester, pure, and I'm always kind of jealous. I'm like, oh, you get to just do what you want and tell people. No, <laughs> like have... no, no. Your fiance, you get to impregnate. And then, (laughs) so, so manifestive generator, like does both and it's been kind of freaky trying to handle it. And let me tell you what, I cannot finish a project to save my fucking life. Like for real. And I was like, I just joined TikTok just like two months ago. Finally join tiktok and like of course oh, I have thought, but i'm not on there so i'm proud of you you're pushing the envelope there good job I, i'm like I no can't dude it. i'm like oh. i cannot watch a whole youtube video their intros are too long right so this I'm is kind like, of condensed uh like 15 40 second blips kind of thing exactly and you don't have to read you just experience and experience is the get-go you know it's what like lies you it's like what carries you on and so like the manifestive generator like so i used to be so fucking pissed off and mad at myself because i could not finish a project well, come to find out, I can't finish a project because of my human design. And my human design says, well, you're supposed to intend and then wait and respond. You wait and respond. And so I respond and like it's a pain in the fucking ass that I can't just like initiate. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm like hyper yin here, you know, yin, yin responds, they don't initiate and they're not going to respond to initiator that is not on point. And, oh my God, so taking it back to what you were asking in the first place about how we're 
you know, handling this oh, and all that, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my God, well, how do I handle it? I just sit back and I take it in. I take it in. I don't judge. Like judging is bad. Like there's a reason why thou, sh you know, you don't judge. God judges. I think it says judge not lest you be judged. Basically. Kind of exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't want to be judged. Like, I don't like being judged. I'm just like reacting based on my traumas my genetics you know my first son my my oldest son he's like y'all y'all stop judging people <laughs> that's all i have to say about that y'all stop judging people because what you judge is a reflection of yourself because we're in this matrix we're not getting out of this matrix there's no way the light particles are interacting with this time and space there's no getting out of it this is what it is it's not even real but it's so real you know and so don't judge you judge it's a reflection it's a moon reflection of like what your weaknesses are what your fucked upness is you know you're gonna have it reflected back to you like so hardcore right and maybe it's because of your extra yin energy um Raphael pulled the hierophant that's kind of a good example of like um i think i forget who said it but it's basically like bad things happen in the world when good people don't do something about it so it's not so much about judgment but it's like proactivity and like knowing how to discern what to do i think if everyone just sits around with their hands and they're you know sitting on their hands fauci wins which i guess is fine if it if that's where it's supposed to go but it doesn't seem like no. most people are talking to that reality. <laughs> is not fucking winning. Oh my well, god! I hope not. Yeah. What the fuck? No, Fauci is not winning. So okay, so you're probably like tuned into the astrologer that I'm tuned into right now, and he's like, like a Ew. year ago, a whole year ago, he was all like. Nah, this shit ain't working. This is not working the way that, you know, people would think it's working. And we are going to have a revolution in consciousness. And that is what I'm fucking seeing. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know how to describe how many places that I have seen this, like, and I don't even know how to describe it beyond because like when you take all the energies of everybody and you take into account all the astrology and all these influences and everything, it's like, oh my God. So, and I'm seeing the red people. Whereas I thought the blue people were going to do it, but they didn't fucking do it. 
Well, it reminds me in a sense, and I don't want to harp on liberal Democrats or whatever. You said you were kind of a hardcore Democrat. I was raised more or less a conservative Christian, like Republican, but I'm not Republican. Well, that's um, how I was raised too. Hello. Oh, you were, oh okay, okay. Um, but it seems a little, just to use the matrix again, like liberals have gone on a Merovingian route where it's just very self-interested. So they're more worried about like, is my dream comfortable? So that's why it's people are all about psychology. Yeah, 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 very much. It's all about psychology and how much that you have taken in that you realize that reality is a mirror. It's a mirror. It's a hardcore mirror. And I remember when I was presented with this huge mirror on the global scale in regards to reflecting onto me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's wrong, and that's wrong. Right. Like, I guess I'm Epstein Island. <laughs> like, that's the scary part. We've talked about this before, where it's just like, maybe I'm the last one to wake up, and this is my nightmare. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> like, that's where I'm at. It's like, what's my responsibility here? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, like, I hold no thoughts. Like, I struggle with some things that are ingrained in my energy pattern that are generational um and so i'm working on transmuting that um but really it's like i don't give a fuck about the ten commandments everybody knows about the ten commandments the most important thing is in regards to don't judge anybody else because if you judge somebody it's a reflection of what you're doing and so it's just like you're condemning yourself don't judge anyone i mean i've probably swallowed enough of the kool-aid to think that i need to be discerning and walk well through life but it's probably a lot easier to just not give a shit but i feel like that's irresponsible <laughs> if that like Taoism is appealing but it's very difficult for me because i'm i'm in my head a lot clearly um rafael i mean you've done a pretty good job of uh kind of maintaining a Taoist kind of zen about yourself while being in this apocalypse so what might you have to say about anything that we're discussing well basically i agree with sun in terms of this is the transitionary period that you know so many have prophesied in so many different ways at the very least if you choose it to be and also what's very much on the forefront for me which i also had mentioned in previous shows is that this is certainly a fork in the road whether you know you want to remain naturalist or transhumanist may even tie into all the alien agendas as i just had a show with um keith on uh sun wants to talk about this yeah we, we yeah, yeah. Do that so it's green quite light. just obvious again it's, it is the yeah, green now blue now red so it's the um Basically, this may well be the crossroad where this idea, whatever it is, of the gray aliens, hive mind that eventually can't reproduce gen genetically anymore, which is even why they have to contact us, actually, in a sense, are being created, you know. Um, yeah, anyways, pretty insane uh, moment in history, I would say. And uh, I guess, you know, everyone themselves can choose how grand they want their life to be or the times they are living in. But certainly, you know, if you... How you say, you know, if you always wondered what you would have done under, a, you know, a, 
attempted totalitarian takeover, now even overt. The game you find yourself in. <laughs> now you can find out what you're doing, you know, by, by your life. And in a sense, especially if you know that at your core, as Sun alluded to, you are eternal, you are beings of light and, you know, energy cannot be destroyed ultimately and your patterning, your oversoul, whatever, it's all eternal. Then I think one can approach this and be smart about it, you know, choose your conflicts or your confrontations wisely and even ideally enjoy the process. Um, you know, as they say, may you live in interesting times. So I guess this is what we have now. She agrees. I know, Son, that you were, I mean, when we had talked maybe a year or two ago, you were like, oh, there's gray alien lines up where you are and all this kind of stuff. What were you going to say? He started mentioning aliens. He got all excited. So is there anything that you wanted to talk about on those fronts? Um. So we're 3D, right? And there's Hyper-D, there's Multi-D, there's like 6, 9, 12. I, everything coalesces back into itself. Everything coalesces back into itself and what one was able to perceive and sometimes people don't have the faculties to perceive and sometimes they're perceiving shit but they don't know how to interpret it they have no clue but i see a very beautiful thing happening right now through this friction um and it's reflected, of course, in my own personal life experience where, like, when the friction gets really intense, um, like, you can react badly and fuck it all up, or you can do the thing. You can do the alchemical thing, and you can make it happen, like that chariot riding, you know, that chariot riding. Right now, it's like, well, who are you going to believe? I mean, like, we hear mythology. Mythology is just talking about human psychology and perception in metaphor. That's all it is. All of mythology, even the Jesus mythology, is all the same thing. And it's just like... Okay, well, what are we going to do under this influence? What are we going to do under that influence? You know, how are we going to, you know, make this continue so that it's viable for our existence? And that's the other thing is that it's like, oh, viable for our existence. You know, the earth doesn't give a fuck if humans are on there or not. Like, she can destroy it. And she can recreate it. She can mutate it. She can mutate it this way and that way and the other way. It doesn't freaking matter, you know? So what if we got like 119 people left of this culture, you know? It's whatever. The other was dross. The other was the shed snake skin. I'm not even against that necessarily. I mean, it's a positive polarity of kind of a Freemasonic 
interpretation of things where they're like, we're going to do great work. Like we're going to lose what we don't need, but they tend to, it seems, um, think a lot less of general people. Like they're more about an elect brotherhood of woke men or whatever. Um, no way. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. No, no. So I throw a tomato out into my garden. You know, because it's like, it's not good enough. And I have a million tomatoes already. And trust me, I had a giant garden where I tested this out and I had the experience. And it's like, ooh, like a whole huge patch of tomatoes. You know, all those seeds that are in one tomato. Like... They sprouted all by themselves the next year. But how do you cultivate? Because, like, if you have, like, 15 tomato plants vying for the same space, what's going to happen? Well, as a good husband... You know, for husbandry, whether it be for animals or for plants, you know, it's like, okay, well, like, and you, you know, only one can grow there in the soil that's available with the water and the sun and them vying for, for dominance, for territory. And that's a whole nother thing. Like, I have a big thing on territory. Like, take your fucking territory. If you want to live, take your territory. Like, claim your territory. If you don't want ghosts and, like, woo-woo, creepy shit in your house, claim your territory. Make sure you go around to every space in your house and fill it with your own energy and your vibes of what you want to happen. Um, like the, that tomato that I threw that sprouted, there's like 15 sprouts. It's like, well, which one, you know, only one can live here and you have to decide you know, okay, well, I'm going to pick the one that's the biggest, the one that's thriving the most right now. And so then you pick out all those other little baby tomatoes and you let the one live. And I'm okay with that. I understand death. I mean, shit, I got death goddesses surrounding so me really at all times. So you were saying don't judge, but in that process of husbandry, you're discerning, i.e. judging what to cast out, what to keep. You're and even here, but even here, don't you have, isn't this the idea of a scarcity of soil also, which yeah, may right. be relevant in your garden, but overall we have plenty of land here. There is no reason, you know, why we couldn't also pick up the seeds and just put them in some other good soil where there's no tomato plants anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's really hard to separate tomato sprouts. Like, fucking A, have you ever tried to separate tomato sprouts yourself? No. Like, it's hard. Only one's going to live or none of them are going to live. Like, you if you like let all of them grow at once, unless you decide 
they're going to decide and still only one will grow because there's not enough resources in the area. I just want to know what what are you are you in some way shape or form comparing this to human condition now as well because of there we're operating on somewhat different levels or or now because if yes then I guess you know you know it's always difficult with naturalist um, analogies one thing I recently heard was even about um, the idea of fertilization of the egg and that for the longest time people have had the meme of yeah the strongest you know spermazoid or whatever wins. And then in actuality, the strongest swimmer. Yeah, and when in actuality, it seems that it's actually, if this is true, thirteen of them forming a group, and twelve applying pressure so that the thirteenth one can enter. You How's know? the diet goal? Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I, I can in a way see what you're getting at. And anyways, this natural selection occurs by itself because even here, it's a it self-selecting process. You know, it's not, and you can't even tell someone, "Don't tell select yourself for sacrifice," and they'll still go ahead. You know, so um, even yeah. when a person is deciding, in my opinion, from my experience observing life, the thing happens. It happens. You know, um, it doesn't matter. Holy Spirit will do its thing, whether we are aware of it or not. And so, like, I do believe in, like, stages of being aware of what um, is naturally supposed to happen or what would be the highest vibration or if you look at it scientifically, oh, this little sprout will come up, you know, and so I'll pick the others. It's the same thing in my experience and observation. I'm like, I'm older than both of you. I'm just saying. That's not a problem, fret not. Um, I guess what I'm not even against your, the philosophy of what you're saying. It's just to me, that seems like what the system has always done. And I think we're hitting the terminal limit of that thinking where it's like only the strong survive or, you know, the, the illuminated ones are the ones who are get in or whatever. Um, I had the most horrible problem with, ooh, you're worthy, but you're not. Ooh, you're worthy, but you're not. Ooh, you're worthy, but you're not. But here's the thing. There's only one Holy Spirit. There's a multitude of genetics, but there's only one Holy Spirit, and it is inside every single genetic. So I do my best not to judge, because when in my life, when I have judged harshly, uh, I get fucked over. Like, I get fucked so hard. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck is happening to me? And, yeah, I, I fuck a lot. I say fuck a lot. But yeah, it's fuck. I'm serious. Like, do not judge. Like, discern what you want to be associated with, what kind of environment you want to be in. But just because you discern that, okay, this group of people is not good for me. 
That doesn't mean I'm damning them to hell. That's a totally different story. I'm not damning them to hell because they're not good enough to be in my circle. You know, I wish them the best. I wish that I wouldn't even say it's about good enough. It's it's very simply put, I think it's about resonance and you just you understanding your own frequency aligning accordingly and anybody else. Anyhow, they are in better company if they are in with resonant entities that are on their level. Any it will be improvement for both, even if they want to be transhumanist cyborgs. I'd be like, awesome. We're cool. Maybe not in my room. Human. That's, that's the, the interesting that's part. Having At least a small part. percentage. Yes, yeah. that's true. That's like, true. A lot of people are like, the meat suit's got to go. You got to upload your consciousness into the metaverse. Like, and it, and that's, <sighs> I don't want that particularly. <laughs> I don't want that either. So I've had some friends that are like, yeah, I want my consciousness uploaded. I want to live forever. And it's like, don't you already live forever? Like exactly, it's what like, dude, don't, don't you know you're literally an avatar in the God mainframe? Like, you know. Now, and I understand because they don't remember where they came from. I know that my personal experience, it took me many fucking years, like at least forty years, to remember that I'm. I'm continuous. My consciousness is continuous. Like it took me till I was like 40 years old to realize that. And so, and, and I, we're fucked. I got four years. I didn't cut you off. I said, you got a long time, Raphael. This is kind of what my mushroom trip, last mushroom trip was where it's like, oh, I'm an eternal being, but I'm particularly here. So, these conditions are happening. It's very tricky. Achintya Beda Abeda Tattva. It's the same thing all over again. The simultaneous oneness and difference of God and God's creation. You know, it's oh, that's a paradox yeah. we're living in. You know, that's yes. the, Jim. That's the thing. You have a whole incarnation cycle to wrap your, you know, well, feeble human conditioned mind around. <laughs> Raphael, like hello. Like hello, hello. Actually, each day, according to Christopher. I mean, I'm named Sandra. What the fuck does that mean? You're named oh, Raphael. You know, James wrestles with God. It comes from Jacob. So I wrestle with God. I wrestle with these things. It's in my nomenclature to do this. So I'm not terribly right. Um, I'm gonna Google wrestle your name with God. Yeah, well, wrestle. That comes from Jacob. Anyway, Sandra <laughs> etymology. I'll tell I'm you. Just right imagining now. each of us as these kind of avatars and what it looks like. Jim is wrestling with God. I'm God's doctor, whatever this means. What does Chandra mean, you said? Do you know uh, him? Sandra comes, uh, it says Sandra is a given name coming from Cassandra. Is oh, a Greek, well. Uh, she, she who entangles men. Cassandra oh, is known in Greek. Great. No! no, that's not what I read. Yes, I entangle men. I do. I hang him up in those shaman trees. Exactly, you hang them upside down so they can change their perspective. The biblical meaning is the defender of mankind, or she is Yes, I do. I do defend mankind. I'm like, they're not evil. They're just like, they're having a thing. They're just like, oh my God, they're like here. And they're like, I don't know why I'm here. And I'm like, oh, poor baby. You know, let me take care of you. Like I, I appreciate that perspective and I think it actually works given like no 
regimes trying to enforce their will. Like in World War II, it's very difficult to be a Jew saying, oh, they're just cute little babies who are misinformed or whatever. So, and I feel like we're getting to a place where I don't, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just like a letting go and glowing hard and being yourself and all the shit. And I don't disbelieve that, but I feel in some way that Things are start. I mean, whatever. It seems like you trust the process more than I do. And no, I'm, I'm not whatever. Say it. No, I, I feel like some actions have to. I don't. I'm not looking to like start like Molotov cocktails in the White House or anything crazy. I'm not really talking about that. It's more like, like what you're doing, which is like you found at least a new place where people vibe similarly. And it's not that I don't vibe with people here. And Raphael's in Austria or Vienna, which I'm not sure how many people are on his wave in that city particularly. Um, I don't want to end off. Yeah, <laughs> and even here recently, just to mention this again, with all the mandates being announced, Vienna inner city has been full several times. Many major cities demonstrations, which are not the solution ultimately, which is show that people finally get to move and you know stand up, and it's all kind of unions even starting to join slowly. You know, so many people. So um, you know, I not, guess not all is lost. Like the chariot card said, it's like what started is moving forward. But to me, I look at that in a half cup empty way where I'm like, oh, the, the NWO takeover is happening. No, Here no, no, no. What has started is, you know, the meme where you have the, the mass on one side and the guy with the wish uh, with the wish, <laughs> the guy with the how you call it, the thing you the can taskmaster the, whip the whip. Exactly. Yeah. And and, you know, he's whipping and everyone is turning down. That's the first one. And he's leaders are again. And then, and then suddenly, you know, he's whipping again and one, two people in the beginning stand up, you know, and then it says, oh, we are here. And in the third image, all the people stand up because they realize it's 99.999% fear tactics as always. And we can truly transcend that level of frequency. Then we are in many different ways impervious to whatever they're attempting. We can share this awareness, frequency and knowledge. And finally, because we were pressurized so much right now, elevate individually and collectively and actually build a proper society because again i don't know about you guys but i've been knowing this is a grand joke for ever since i've been here that this can't be the way that you know you want like a state of human organization a great reset you i mean in a sense you want a good great reset whereas charles of course which just has wow. nothing to do with whatever they're imagining is it's yeah. just there you know yeah that's maybe maybe who knows maybe even that's just their faint reflection of the true wish that humanity holds for a truly you know new social order and they're just because they have all the media they can purport their version but maybe even that is just a reflection of the yearning that so many have and are ready to express which is why it's even popping just saying you know as within so without who knows who knows? I, I don't disagree, but then I get, I mean, I've had a hard day. Let's just put it that way. So I'm like, damn, it's a hard <laughs> cap. I'll live. Sorry, I'll live. you've had um, a hard day. I woke up to death threats, which is not a typical thing for me, but that's always fun. Wow. Uh, yeah, I won't go too much into that because I don't know if it's a serious problem or not. But um, anyway, so yeah, I, woke, I mean, last night I watched a like two or three hour thing about Freemasons being Luciferians. I was talking to Raphael about that, which doesn't surprise me because he has quoted Manly B. Hall saying, the angel is the devil. It's all here to kind of stub your toe and make you rise your foot. But that's kind of what... But even here, just briefly want to say, you can hold that perspective and not necessarily engage in, you know, hurting anybody. 
you know there's a big difference here only because you understand the force Ooh, that when you engage the, no, no, no 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 what i'm saying what i'm saying is and you have more and more whistleblowers coming out about this it is the term would be mothers of darkness everyone enjoyed that particular rabbit hole jesse sabotar and also recently some some girl called she was on a german show some swiss girl they claim similar stories and absolutely horrible you know marcel polte dark new world order we actually interviewed and he's done interviews with the swiss girl for example you can get into those things and uh, i really wonder how much those people that engage in i would say heinous acts and just hurting themselves and others in such crazy manners how much they have really understood so i would really really be careful about understanding the gnostic value and the lore and uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that then I start acting in a way that is deliberately div divisive or deliberately hurting, you know, only because I understand that also hurt and suffering is a relevant part of the process, you know. Thou shalt not judge. So what I'm getting here is a culmination of dark and light, yin and yang. And you can't judge what happens because both come from source both come no, from first yeah. source and complacency is a dead-end street so you have to have friction and in order to have friction you have to have that dark side and we can't escape it because we're here in a reality that manifests both dark and light it's it's all here right. it's all I, here and we can judge all we want but let me tell you what from what i have learned in regards to the dark agenda this whole cvid time that we've been experiencing it has brought me back to the teachings of raw and that is, I mean, I'm Sun Ra. Hello, I'm Sun Ra. I was illuminated by Ra. I've always been like in tune with Ra. And um, it's very definitively like mana from heaven. And thou shalt not judge as soon as you judge it. And that's not discernment discernment is different knowing what is good and bad for your vessel your manifest physical vessel is different than judging like okay yeah okay that's not good for me that's a discernment whereas oh my god you're evil and rotten hell you know that's a judgment sure sure it yeah, feels like it was a lot easier to feel this way before COVID. Like I mean, right when we started, I mean, when I was in Australia and we started doing this podcast, Raphael used to play a sound clip of Alan Watts' electronica. You'd like it a lot. I'll get him to send you the link. Um, it's the side trance kind of thing with Alan Watts being quoted where it's like, it's a game and the bad guys have to get really close to winning to make it fun, but the good guys always win. I mean, good and bad, whatever that might mean. And that maybe was, I was, when I was eating a lot of acid and the world wasn't in chaos, it felt a lot more like, adoptable <laughs> and now i'm like jesus christ i'm actually in the tsunami this is a lot harder to hold your breath in the turn than i thought uh so I, just I mean, for I'm... anyone interested the track is by symbolico called the ongoing game 
everybody talks about this. Yeah, but now, you know, Jim, before we could intellectualize and anyone could, and now it's just all in the forefront. Everyone the is being forced to Shit. carry their belief systems literally in front of their face right now, mm -hmm. literally. Right. And that's kind of shocking to many. It is. This is a fucking hologram. This is, you know, everybody's like, ooh, is this a simulation? Well, fucking, sure. of course it is. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you think it is? And then when you come to realize that energy does shit, you know, like all the laws of physics, like just playing all the laws of physics, it makes sense. It just like, it keeps happening when you take in all the esoteric information as well, then it really makes sense. It's like, oh my God. So like, we are all from the same source it doesn't matter you know how we filter down you know like people talk about aliens and shit and i'm like oh my god like do you not realize that, that they're they're the same but like vice versa of like the earth spirits you know all the little things that are happening underground and shit is like it's only happening underground because it's an unconscious perspective. It's not like full illumination. It's still being bounced off of the lunar consciousness. The duality and well, the... I mean, the North Node is a Gemini right now, so it's about to enter Taurus where my Midheaven and North Node and Venus are, so it should be a good year in some ways, hopefully, like I'm on my destiny path or something like that next year or two, but that's what I'm learning Spanish now. I'm like, if I have to walk to fucking Costa Rica, I will, like that kind of thinking. I'm not trying to be fatalistic. Uh, I'm glad that you found a place. I guess maybe this is a good shift into, um, instead of talking about politics, though it might still involve it, how, Rafael and uh, Son, do you guys express and honor your darkness without becoming Fauci. Fauci. <laughs> I mean, to me, like, I'm not kidding. I hit a breaking point the other day where I was like, why hasn't someone shot him? But then I was like, that doesn't really solve the problem because the whole genie's out of the bottle, whatever, whatever. He's just a, you know, a Hydra head. At this point, like, there's a sea change happening and, and it's just... And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm having really not nice thoughts, like violent thoughts. And I'm like, uh, I wouldn't, you know... My okay, hippie, can you know, I answer like, first? Yeah, 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 yeah. Feel free. Okay, so, so I was instructed by Ra and the Law of One in my younger years. And Raphael is very well acquainted with it. Oh, good, because like the raw material is priceless, in my opinion. Like the raw material, like when I read it, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Because, like, <laughs> oh my God. And so the raw material states that, that the light um, needs to only reach 85% light in order to evolve. And 51. Quote unquote, 51. Oh, really? 51? Ooh, to evolve and ascend. Whereas the darkness needs like 98, 99% in order to evolve. 
And so, like, I'm looking at psychology, I'm looking at esoterics, I'm looking at my own experience and my own perception. I'm like, wow, wow, because, like, seriously, it's the freaking truth. Like, darkness is a part of God. And that's just all there is to it. There's no escaping it. Like God was there in the beginning. And God like did all this stuff. But in the beginning it was darkness. It was fucking dark. It was dark. It was dark. There was nothing. And so if you're going to understand that in the beginning, you know, there was darkness and there was the void and then God decided that they were going to imagine and separate themselves in order to have experience. And in my, in my experience is like, oh my God. So God dropped acid and that's what we're experiencing. Fuck yeah. We're like having polarities on this 3D vibration, but it's triangulated with a witness. And I mean, we can talk about the two witnesses in the revelation, but I'd rather talk about the island boys. I thought island boys were these prophets at the end. I'm not. I'm oh kidding. my God. Island boys. And then that cute little fucking Midwestern like guy who redid the Island boys song and made it all viral. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. This is awesome. I even saw an Island boy react to that TikTok video. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it's all about. We and all vibing. All We're vibing okay. together. Uh, they seem to me like sperm that should not have won that 13 sperm handoff. But in any event, they did. Here they are. Uh, really? Oh, 13 sperm handoff. You know, that shit is fucking mathematical to the nth. So I really don't know what you guys exactly are talking about, but just in terms of vibing, isn't that kind of kind of new term that was introduced, like in youth like, culture? Like, kind of I understand? No, vibing, vibing. Like we be vibing. Vibing. I feel the frequencies, and I'm like with it. Right, but isn't that like a new term? Is isn't that hasn't that term only recently risen to popularity? Although you You're can say no. good vibrations, right? The Beach yeah, Boys. That's old, yeah. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah. And this gets actually into it's funny. I'm reading a book called Technosis, and I want to get back to son, uh, son, what you were talking about the two witnesses in Revelation, what you're thinking on that is. Um, but in Technosis, it's kind of talking about myth, magic, and technology, and how we've been kind of going forward for a long time in certain ways. Um, I totally spaced on what I was about to say. Shit. <laughs> Brain fart. All right. So, in any event. Oh, fine, fine. Vibrations are when we start talking in terms of mechanical. Like, okay, so basically, when the AM radio came out, and like certain people were now using jargon of technology, like, oh, get on the right frequency, uh, turn your you create your own reality, like turn the channel, tune in, turn that. This kind of stuff is very technically informed world viewing, um, and it's only increased now that we have simulation games and you know internet and all this kind of stuff but um like for example the term mesmerized is coming from a guy named mesmer who used to like hypnotize people back in the 1800s or something so the term is like oh that's mesmerizing it's like it's trancing you out that's what they would mean but like we wouldn't think that anyway 
Um, so yeah, vibes has probably been a while around for a while. I think like you know, heart your heart vibes are man and all that. It's a very sixties terminology. It probably went away a little bit from the eighties and stuff. But I think the term vibe check that's a big thing right now. And uh, I mean, it's it's a new age of the hippie stuff. But anyway, son, what were you going to say about those two witnesses? Anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god you like hop around like do you what is your freaking chinese zodiac sign Jim? i'm a water ox what yeah dude oh i'm a water ox this is fucking shit you're a water ox <laughs> yes don't I'm don't judge don't judge <laughs> I won't i'm not I'm discerning. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get it now. <laughs> uh, probably why oh I'm uh, Or whatever. The ox no, is like, so, go to move, for sure. No, we want to hyper-D this shit. And water ox? I mean, aside of earth ox? Like, water ox is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I put the game settings on hard. It seems I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be raising a Christian. Yeah, thing. you did. Like, Don't worry. Okay. Only, you only chose to wrestle with God. Can't be so hard. No. Yeah, I said I want the final boss one on one, bro. Right. So no, that's good. Like, oh my God, let's talk about tingles instead. Let's talk about tingles. But I want to get your thought on um, and I can express what I. We were talking about that uh, at one point. What were you going to say about the uh, witness? You like it needs a witness, and then you started going on a tangent there. But did you remember what you were going to say or not? Well, witnessing is observing. I mean, it's the part of quantum, an observer kind of thing, right? It's the quantum observership, and so if you want to quantumly observe. You know, there's a discernment, a discernment level, and there's a judgment level, and there's those are polar opposites. And I didn't know how to explain that other than they're really polar opposites because, like, you're observing and you're like, oh shit, it's hurting me, it's hurting me. You know, so you make a decision to shift that so that you don't experience hurt anymore. Um, and that's fine. But when you have an absolute judgment in regards to the experience, it's totally different. You know, it's based on dogma and what your neurons are programmed and blah, blah, blah. Um, so when you observe reality, like, I don't even know, because, like, Jim, Raphael, I'm fucking Sophia. I'm Sophia in a body. Like, what? How else am I supposed to fucking observe? Uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that, because earlier when we were talking about something, um, you were I forget what you were saying earlier, but it made me think of, uh, oh, you were kind of saying like God has darkness in it. And it's like the whole Gnostic myth is like the Demiurge and Sophia falling into creation. It's like this, these polar, 
polarized archetypal dynamics going on. I'm not really sure how it all works. Um, that's kind of, I guess, why we're here. But uh, what what in terms of tingling? Okay, when we say tingles, I think we had had a conversation about Kundalini activation and tingles and stuff like that. Um, but I said, let's save it because you had asked me, do you get tingles and all this stuff? I was like, yes, specifically with my fiance when we talk and do uh, are thinking about each other, or whatever, it's a Kundalini activation thing. But what were you talking about? Same thing. I was talking about the same thing, except um, in my personal experience, the only time I get tingles is when a deity is talking to me. One. Two. When my physical biology is talking to me, fungus, two. Um, three, I don't know, because words and words and words. Um, it's like hyperdimensional then, and it feels like more of a friction that is trying to alchemize something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, that's my thinking of it is, I mean, when I experience this stuff, it's in the, my spine, and I have a feeling it's cerebrospinal <laughs> magnetic, like electromagnetic stuff going on, the Christos, the Jed, whatever. I mean, there's a whole lot of levels of esoteric kind no, of No, yes. So, like... Okay, so like when I'm having a hard time, let's just say I'm having a hard time. So this is what I do. And for me personally, Christ is synonymous with Christos, is synonymous with Krishna. And so I like Krishna have compassion on me. Krishna have compassion on me. Krishna have compassion on me. Like, and I flow like a lot of energy into it because I'm trying to transmute something. I'm trying to change something. So there needs to be that chariot the chariot card it's like and so like when that happens i do i get tingles in my body um sometimes when little people want to talk to me i get tingles in my body um when i am actively trying to transmute my energy i get tingles in my body and like this is weird and people need to know this it's like you will feel tingles in your body and my personal mentor taught me it's like okay well you know that feeling you get when you go pee the feeling you get when you go poo, and this isn't necessarily anything people really normally talk about, but the fact of the matter is, like, when you're sitting on the fucking pot, (laughs) 
and you're like pushing shit, literal shit out your body. You know, there's a sensation, there's a frequency that is happening, you know, the triangulation of Godhead and personhood, you know, it really happens. And it's like, yeah, take me off. It's funny because uh, I think women and men's biology is a little different. So I think when guys take shit, it passes their prostate, which I don't think even women have. Um, no, 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 lies. I don't know. Lies. I'm not a You're the lies. Lies. Okay, so I was trained by a hyperdimensional being who inhabited a human, who inhabitates a human body in Toronto, Canada. Like, ever since I woke up, this person was there and was in my field. And Raphael, um, I want you to look this up. Um, he calls himself... Fuck, I can't remember because I'm mad at him. No, I'm mad at him because I judged him because of a personal, like, diss that I took as a hit. But I understand that the personal diss was my own personal shit. It wasn't in regards to him, in regards. But let me tell you what, when I woke up, like, he was there. He helped me. I helped him. He's like, oh, yeah, you taught me everything I know. I'm like, okay, so I taught you everything you know. So why can't you fucking help me now? You know? <laughs> um, Azrael. It's akin to Azrael. No. No, his name is Nazrael with an N in the beginning. And Raphael, I'd like you to like look into that because I'm big into archangels and the angels. Because angels are just like, whoosh, they're just like frequencies. You know, like Mikael is a frequency. Raphael is a frequency. Freaking all the all the angels are I'm just frequency. letting you know, you know how, how crazy the internet is these days. So looking up that name on Google, first result is a character from World of Warcraft. Yeah, so fuck that bullshit. I hate World of Warcraft. Like I have Are you judging it? A... <laughs> I'm oh, fucking with you. Gotta be careful. This is why life is so hard. I hate it. Oh, Surfing around. Oh shit, around you're right. Am I judging it? No, I'm not. I'm judging the difficulties that a person has to go through in order to navigate through that particular frequency. I don't want Tingles. to sit a video game forever. I know that. Um, so I didn't, I looked up it, I tried to look it up and it just said Azrael. I mean, it didn't give me an Azrael. Like of course it didn't. Yeah, I didn't type in Ontario though, so maybe maybe that helps. Um, what did you teach him? 
Okay, me... so when we met, he was... Okay, so fucking all the boys lie to me when they meet me and they tell me that they're older than they are. And I'm like, I don't oh think my I did God. this to the record. I think I've always been like, I'm a child of the fucking cosmos. <laughs> right? Okay, so he, the first thing he's. Okay, so the first thing we did was like a psychic energy sent to each other. And he was all like, oh, my God, you hurt me. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, your horns. And I'm like, oh, my horns. I don't, I don't even know about these horns, but go on. Because he, he was a little bit more visually psychic than I was. And so I'm like, okay, well, describe to me what you experienced so I can understand what's going on with me, okay? And he's like, your horns, they hurt me. They, they, they hurt me. They, they definitely hurt me. And I'm like, I'm not trying to hurt you. You psychically you know? bored a person, apparently. So what? No, what? like, I'm yes, kidding. exactly. Okay, so the thing was, was he was at a crux in his life where he was, like, breaking open all of this fucking bullshit. And he was coming to understand. And I was there at that particular time to help him understand. And let me tell you what, like, he surpassed me in so many ways. But at the same time, bitch eats Pop-Tarts. That is not, not a, no, that's not a superficial <laughs> judgment. That's like, Low vibe quality. I know what happens when I eat Pop-Tarts. It's a lot of sugar. So magnesium, I think. No, so I'm I'm getting somewhere. So like in the last six months, I have fully realized, witnessed that when I pollute myself with food, no matter what kind, it could be it could be actual food that I put into my body, which is the most important. Like, no, you people like say like their mental shit is the most important. No, no. What you put in your body to be a part of your consciousness, perception, conduit, it's very important. It's like so important. Like don't fucking eat hot Cheetos. That fucking shit is fake anger. And a fucking really tasty little thing, you know. <laughs> it's fake anger. But it acts as real anger, you know. We don't want anger. We don't want to eat hot Cheetos. You know, I mean, maybe if you're like super water sign, you might want to eat some hot Cheetos. But if you're not, don't do it. 
you know, and it's like there I just there's so many triangulations, like how I relate to this person, how I relate to that person, like what happens when I'm interacting with this person. It's like, dude, can you see beyond 2D? Like what the fuck? Like, can you see what's happening in these higher dimensions? Personally, I'm like, I can see clearly six dimensions, not just three. I cannot articulate six dimensions, even though I experience up to 12 dimensions on occasion. And there's no way to talk about it because language fucks shit up. You have to be able to really like. Well, that's the higher thing, right? It's taking that esoteric information and projecting it out verbally for, I mean, at worst dogma, but at best just understanding. I mean, the higher thing. Well, right. Yeah. Duh, higher Like, isn't that Virgo? Higher I think, is like uh, Taurus Libra energy. Um, Raphael might have a better opinion about that, whereas I know the chariot's Cancer. Um, and the fact that you I, said you have well, no really chariots cancer yeah. okay so like my youngest daughter is cancer my ex-husband who had three kids was libra my first kid from him is libra my second kid from him is taurus my third well no my second son um, from anybody was Taurus, and it's interesting, like, it's really important to know your makeup, like, we can feel, we can feel like, it's like, oh, well, there's no rules, why is there rules, it's like, well, if you understand the rules, you understand why you're fucking up, and you know if you can understand why you're fucking up then you can like really do good in the end right rafael were you gonna say something no agreed and in terms of hierophant so we have i believe this is taurus Mm -hmm. uh saturn oh i don't even have the one second I'm not just saying anything. I, no, I don't see Taurus right here. I see Saturn, I believe, and Venus as God association, but also Shiva and Osiris. Um, yeah, and of course, element is Earth. Earth element. So Earth, it's always Earth funny element. because as an air sign, I'll ask people what their opinion is. And if like you're an Earth sign, you're being like, well, just be in where you are. It's funny how people's truths are reflective of their element and the lessons for each element is different. Like a Pikachu is not going to have the same thing as a Bulbasaur scenario. It just isn't. Or a squirrel. You sure? know, squirrel was so cute. Everybody loves squirrel, but who's water? Like only some people water and it's interesting because my personal astrology, I'm earth and fire, which displays how I act out. Yeah. Like I'm Virgo and Leo. My, I have sun and moon and Virgo. 
I ha- my ascendant and my Mercury is Leo. We're all three and- Leo, right? Actually, <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! And we cannot leave out the Chinese astrology about all the things because I'm an ox. You're an ox. Water ox. Jim, I don't know what You're a water ox. My first husband and my first son were both fucking ox. My mom is a rat. Who rides the ox in the Buddhist tail. It's just so funny when you talk about friends and family like this. My brother is is an ox. My my mother is a snake. (laughs) Right? Oh my God. So, okay. So, when I've been in expanded consciousness, I I see the serpent in everyone now. I didn't used to see the serpent. And I was actually afraid of the serpent. But I see the serpent now. And the serpent brings knowledge that's all it does it's not a bad thing like some people can judge that this knowledge is evil you know but it's not it's just knowledge it's just understanding it's experience and it's not even experience of the whole it's experience of your human vessel like your particular human vessel was designed for a certain thing, for a certain frequency to do a certain thing, to help you do a certain thing. You know, the friction that is imposed on you at any given astrological event, it's just a friction. And I personally work best under pressure like if there is insane pressure i will do my best magic like i will level up everything and everyone in my my realm you know based on this ability to handle and to transmute you know this friction and that's what the fucking dark side is for and being a very yin person with very dominant yang placements in my physiology is really interesting because like I yang the yin and I make sure that everybody knows that there's two sides that there's a polarity And that there's something that needs to be seen in the middle. There's something that needs to be seen in the middle that we aren't seeing based on our polarity. You know what I'm saying? I do. Raphael? Absolutely. So as we are quite aware here about, you know, expanded states of consciousness and the limitation of human language, I'd like to ask, is there anything else we have left out so far so we can slowly come to a close for this edition? But thank you very much for sharing. And now, you know, after some interesting uh, side missions, I want to say, you know, bringing it back to this whole question and giving a way that people can piece it together and hopefully, you know, 
gain their own perspective upon this idea of polarity, the reason and the purpose of it. And also, of course, that in the very middle, you know, if you allow yourself to be balanced, there is great polarity and unconditional love. And with that, of course, whatever you then prefer to do without judging it or judging the other option can go a lot easier. Wow. Wow. You expect a lot, Raphael. Well, expect? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you just asked it, so you expect it. He can be quite demanding. He has Leo Moon. I'm kidding. No, uh, that's why I was so like stage fright when I'm like, ooh, I'm going to do a podcast with Jim. And then Raphael was there. And I'm like, oh my God, someone else is watching me. Exactly. I, I take the position of the witness on this podcast. You know, you got to watch Yes. Out, you know? And that's good. Guy. I know who you are now, Raph. Oh, I guess you've never seen him. I hadn't really thought about that. Maybe you've never seen him. Okay. I've yeah. never seen him, and I see him now, and I'm like, oh, that shit makes sense. <laughs> it makes so, sense. So, um, you don't have to give us the answer to the universe, but that's kind of what he's asking. Yeah, no, he is. And it's just about. Well, I think you like, already gave it. You can just, you know. Hinted it again. I think you gave it already. So I'm um, good, like you know. In the sea of t duality and, and honor all the colors of the zodiac or whatever. No, you can't judge. That's why it's mentioned multiple times. You cannot judge. And do not fear. Oh, judging is fearing. And it's not separate. Like, if you judge something, it is definitely fear. And that's all I was just saying. I don't know how to say it other than just say it like that. Because, like, like I've had personal experiences where I'm like, oh, my God, this shit is hell. This is hell. I can't handle this. I'm like, I'm like, shh. On you, like, fuck it, or not, like, no, get away. But that was the thing I needed to temper the temperance card, temper my own energy so that I could actually work with all the energies. Well, that's what the card is. It's two horses that you're having to control and temper, essentially. Um, no, like seriously, the chariot, it is, you do, you have two polarizations that you're supposed to like, you're like, need to bring in the middle and to work for you. And you can't judge because if you have a judgment on the one side or the other. Gonna fall that, off the road. Yes, <laughs> you will. You'll like fuck up and you'll like be like, Bleh. I'm a dead. I'm dead. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. The holographic scheme of things, seemingly. Um, I think the chariot respawn. It's not yet respawn. Uh, it's twenty-five cents. Although now with inflation, it's probably more than that. Um, I think that the chariot card is esoterically deeper and older than this uh, in some way. But I had seen on um, Twenty-One Faces of God, which is a really good documentary on the Fool's Journey and the Major Arcana. Um, it gets into how, I guess, Plato was talking about were the writer, the witness, this kind of 
middle point and you have reason and passion as the horses and you're like if you get too reasonable you're gonna just be spock and break down that way and if you get too passionate you're gonna be kirk or whatever and you know just yeah. tell folks or whatever so I, don't, I mean drink brandy or whatever kirk does so um yeah <laughs> i think that's kind of a, a good closing point to the degree that um cheers um i don't if that's brandy that's very synchronistic uh is it uh, cheers um sante sounds no, oh well shocker uh, but uh i used to drink vodka i know the idea of the smell of it's scary i, I don't drink really anymore I can't, <laughs> um, I can't hold that horse i can't hold that horse. but uh, yeah no, i think that's a, probably a good parting sentiment it seems like you know what it might be bumpy it might be raining and hailing and all sorts of shit in your face but your job is to focus on maintaining the horses and also realizing that you asked to be on the chariot i guess and it is taking you somewhere um whether it's Apollo through the sky or you going to Hades kind of as a matter of perception, but uh, yeah. Any last kind of parting thoughts, uh, son? So my parting thoughts are to be very perceptive of your bodily reactions to events, motions, happenings thoughts like we didn't even like in this whole fucking two hours we haven't even touched on what i thought we would touch on jim well you sound disappointed what was it that we were going to touch on that we didn't and we still have a i mean we can get you back on and do that uh we could if we plant the seed now the tree will grow so what did we not talk about we did not talk about like how to discern. Like we talked about discernment, <laughs> but not how to discern. A uh, uh, <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, like your body. Part of the suspense. Or your body. Wait, where's the? Oh, there it is. Your body is a dousing rod, for real. Like what? vibes <laughs> we talked about that vibes and like the the negative and the positive polarity of it it's like oh my god that's just three dimensions because we have you know our unconsciousness that is the point between the positive and the negative but what happens when we get into higher d like not just 60 but 12d 24d um like everything that is happening is happening for a reason and it's not bad it is a friction point that we are going to respond to and i have full faith in human consciousness that we will elevate and that you know even if it has to do with like oh my god i'm being forced to take this vaccine well you know what (laughs) i already have a remedy for it jim is it vodka no kidding no (laughs) what is it that's 
that was cute, but <laughs> no, the vodka is so that I can come down here and talk to y'all. It's an anti-inflammatory. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Um, so, no, you're <laughs> So I do appreciate you coming on. Uh, uh, we're we're going to start wrapping it up here. We'll have to get you on with your son at some point. He seems cool. We've talked. We tried to get him on at one point, but I want to ha- give him his own episode at some point. Um, he DJs and stuff. But um, yeah, son, it seems like you're holding down the fort in Indianapolis um, or the suburbs of it. Uh, my mom actually grew up there. Go Hoosiers. What? And my mom's from Indianapolis. She was. Oh born my there. God. And we have limited time now. Fuck you. Well, it's like really late for Raphael. So, but we'll get into all this later. Don't fret not. Um, so thank you for giving Raphael, us your time. I can't wake up at 7 a.m. It's not going to happen. Noted. That's not even being requested. So don't fret. Yeah. Uh, but Raphael, any kind of parting thoughts on your end? Oh, Carrie, well, think, sense. Which, which you started off with, you know, the idea of not judging for ultimately realizing it is all your self-reflection. If you do judge, all you do is cut off a part of yourself, actually. Mm. And also the idea, as Sun said, you know, everything happens, one could say, for a reason. However, ultimately, the effect that you glean from it will utterly and solely depend on your own response to it, to any energy. Any energy is neutral. And every one of you yourselves and only by your own authority, choose your perspective, choose what you wish to glean. And yeah, in this way you can ride the waves. So thank you, Sun, very much for sharing all those insights and stories. Thank you, Jim, as always. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Catch you all next time. In the now. See you.